Welcome to the Transatlantic Dream Podcast, where we explore the highs and lows of moving from Africa to Europe and chasing the dream. I'm your host, Coinsola, and today I'm joined by my very first and special guest. Drummles, please, Stephanie. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I came from Nigeria to Hungary and yeah, I'm a physiotherapy student in her second year. By the way, I'm done my second year, so officially I'm in my third year. By the way, if you don't know Stephanie in this country, you're sleeping, no. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the expectations versus the reality of moving to Europe. <laughs> in this case, studying in Europe. So, firstly, what was it that you to come to Hungary and what were your expectations before you arrived? Well, to be honest, I didn't have much expectations coming to Europe, specifically Hungary. Like, the, what, like I think everyone can say this, but the reason why most people come to Hungary specifically to study is because it's one of the most affordable places to study. In Europe, yeah. Yeah, actually. So what did you expect? Like, I'm coming to Hungary. What was the first thing on your mind? Okay, so I was like, oh, I'm coming to Hungary. So... Like, I'm going to get the residence permit. It's a Schengen area. <laughs> I can travel to 26 countries, you know, have fun, live the fake life, like, be the social media party and all that. But, guys, <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't even need to explain. I get that part. For me, moving here, first thing that came to my mind was, okay, I'm leaving Nigeria. But I wasn't too, like, like okay i can't wait to leave because i know a lot of people feel that way i was just like okay i'm going to study and i was like looking forward to the whole fun part of it <laughs> but so far i mean the going is going of course firstly <laughs> what did you expect for the from the weather because i mean when you land in the airport that's the first thing that just hits you especially depending on the period you come so what did you expect for me i came actually late so t- more towards um winter like november time so almost winter and when i landed it was a rainy day it was wet it was moody and i was like okay this is giving me uk vibes because i've been to the uk and you know how sad and depressing and wet <laughs> the uk is so okay i was like okay maybe i'm gonna experience the snow like the mm-hmm. whole full snow like the canadian weather man <laughs> it's just gonna snow a little bit then it's gonna melt the worst part is when you're walking on that melted snow it's gonna be dirty and if you're not careful you're gonna land on the floor you're not gonna know what's gonna happen but you're just gonna see yourself on the floor <laughs> so <laughs> It was a whole lot. But I think it's the most surprising thing actually was summer. It was way hotter than I actually expected it to be. Yeah. For me, I didn't even see the cold coming. I came in January and you know that's like the coldest mm. time of the year. <laughs> I came in my flip-flops, sweatpants and a regular tee. Flip-flops. I came in. <laughs> but they didn't get me started. The cold traumatized me the first period I was here. Like, I struggled. Especially in Debrecen, which is the northern part of, of Hungary. Yeah, because right, like I moved there first. And we're in pitch, which is warm. Oh my, still. Yeah. But also, that's a pain in the ass during summer because mm. the way the city is hot. Let's talk about public transport. During the winter, oh, you're going to smell things because they don't bathe. They believe they don't have to bathe. Ah. I'm not okay. Like, like ugh. then during the summertime, what you're going to smell, I don't know between the summer and the winter, which is worse because winter time, you smell garlic. Garlic everywhere. I understand, okay, but during the summertime, 
it's heat the heat the the humidity i don't know how to explain it but you just have to be here to experience it as a very very wonderful experience no, trust I me you, that voice is deadly in summer i can't even complain about the winter time <laughs> no. but you know you think about the winter stuff it's like when you go on the bus during winter because you're like you've worn everything you have like to then on the bus it's too hot, hot and especially if the heater is on or overcrowded mm-hmm. that part was definitely not what i expected Onto jobs, how did you expect to maintain this baby girl lifestyle? Okay, okay, so before coming, like I knew the cost of living in Hungary is low, so your pay wouldn't be as much as other European countries or Western countries. I mean, I wouldn't even say it's low because it's, it's still quite it's expensive. Like now, coming it's from quite, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, but now it's more expensive due to the inflation rates and, and everything. But before coming, I was like, okay, if I can work the summer, like, three months i was thinking that okay i'm gonna buy land that's village <laughs> i'm gonna be a land lady like i'm gonna be a land owner but man like okay then you know the nigerian economy got worse like last year like it fell in the gutters so i literally had to fend for myself let's not talk about summer because summertime is a whole different topic like that's a whole different thing but the struggle is real especially <laughs> in a city like pitch where you sweat before you get a job like babe for me but when i when i before coming here i was like oh, i'm going to get a job as a waitress not like that was the ambition or anything but i was like okay let me just experience that thing i came here the only thing that's available is factory job dog food <laughs> like to come on now car factory and that's the most annoying thing about living here for me is that language barrier because mm. you can't even get those jobs you want because of the whole language barrier so that whole dog factory thing dog food factory <laughs> and you know since it's pitch is a much smaller city compared to budapest so they don't really need like it's english difficult here. Yeah. so if you're moving to page to study you just come with the bag because you're not making any in this city Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no <laughs> okay so like did you work in nigeria before moving here to know that mm, no i did not work in nigeria my working experience was when i was studying in the uk for my a levels what kind of job did you have i was i worked as a kitchen aide at legoland in the uk then then i worked at three different hotels as a waitress like cool. yeah i was like it was like a company where they they just post you to places that need waitress at that they like it's just like sudden posting you don't work for a specific um hotel or place it was really really interesting the, the best part was that you work little and you get paid and i was below 18 so i wasn't paying tax and i was living baby girl life like i spent my money i earned like it was nice <laughs> so i was thinking the same idea we apply here but here you're going to sweat you're earning less than minimum wage <laughs> you're gonna sweat and they're gonna put they're gonna make you work for that money like here i worked as a kitchen aide i would not advise anyone to do that <laughs> i worked as um, a waitress hmm just hope you don't have crazy managers if not <laughs> like like here taught me patience patience even though you you cannot last anywhere i swear you can't move on for these people because you just lose your job and there's no easy way of replacing it See, at all like here just think of here as lagos Think of here as Lagos, especially if you're in Budapest. Just think like you're in Lagos with people in that are whites, but they're basically almost like Nigerians. I swear to God, that's how but I see them. But don't you feel like it's easier to find a job in Nigeria? I feel like it's way easier. I don't think it's easier, man. Why 
know it's like everybody's looking for okay i mean maybe as a student it'd be hard it's hard even as a worker unless you have connections or something it's it's hard but the the only thing here is that they pay early but in nigeria you know they don't pay early <laughs> and like, some kind of if <laughs> a civilian civil worker it's ridiculous it's ridiculous no actually come think of it there are barely student jobs in nigeria are there did any of your friends did any of your friends have jobs in nigeria yes <laughs> so i have a cousin after wayek she was like okay before results comes out she wants to work so she got this job at the fall station <laughs> guess how much we're paying her can you saw like just guess i want to say 40k 40,000 naira. this was back in 2015-14 so your what's your final yeah they gave her 10,000 every month Bro, for those of you who don't know, 10,000 10, naira is literally like, it's like 25 euros. Wait, it's not like 25, guys. Nice. It's like, it's literally like 15 euros. Is it? It's 15 euros. It's 10 euros. Bro, let's not even cast Nigeria here. Please. Let's not even cast Nigeria here. If I have like a job, eh, before you see me, Seth, you're going to beg me. Because... <laughs> And still hungry is bad because honestly, like compared to other European countries, like you know, when I worked in Germany, I had mm-hmm. a job that paid like 12 or 15 euros an hour mm-hmm. um before tax. Mm-hmm. And then comparing it to someone like hungry, where the minimum wage is like five, mm-hmm. five, six, seven euros an hour max. Do you know one Indian restaurant had the guts to tell me to pay mm-hmm. a waitress for 125, 100, 1254 euros? Yours is good. <laughs> That's actually high. Last summer when I was looking for a job. The student hostels one told me that they would I would be serving food for the students living in the hostel, but I'm going to be paid one thousand per hour. <laughs> oh my god. Those ones don't even know what's up. Mm-hmm. Safe to say this page is also suffocating our baby girl dreams. Are you sure it's just page? I feel uh-huh. it's definitely easier to get jobs in Budapest. Budapest. Yeah, true. Still kind of a little bit better. But this city is it's... just not it. Because how you a baby girl on a normal day on the weekends and then you're going to dog food factory <laughs> for minimum wage. So if you're coming here, just come with your money, all the money, because you're not making any. Basically, this city. don't expect you can get a job here. Except you're trying to find one online or and even if you get a job, we're not we're not going, we're not talking about the touch number. Yeah, please let's not talk about that but just know touch number exists moving on to the next question brief explanation touch number is the national health insurance which most a lot of good jobs require to have it and it's quite difficult to get it except you find an employer that is willing to process one for you or your scholarship students, scholarship students. did you see the language barrier thing coming because that's yes. a big hindrance hmm. i actually expected it since it's europe it's especially eastern europe like i expected the language barrier to be there but what i did not expect is that it's the rudeness that comes from some people like they are not patient with you while talking to my hungarian teacher she, understanding the language yes while talking to my hungarian teacher she was like the reason why that they're not rude but but most hungarians believe that if they're trying to explain something to you speaking louder because they're panicking that's why they come across as rude and i and I try to believe that, but sometimes it's just ridiculous. Like they're not willing to actually like try to listen. You can use Google Translate and show them. They're like nem 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 nem. Like they they would literally be like, I can't speak English, and they would say it's in English. Like I can't. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> I just know those ones don't even want to You show help. them Google Translate, and they're like nem nem nem. They don't bother to read it, and I'm like, 
Why? Like Chelsea, come on now. <laughs> but but not all are rude. Like most people, most of them are actually really really nice. If you meet the good ones, because you know everywhere they're good and bad. Yeah, certainly. I have yeah. grandfriends. Shout out to them. Yes. Really cool. The real MVPs. They but I life. did not see this language barrier thing coming. <laughs> Maybe because I didn't really know like Hungary. Like I've been, I had been to Europe a few mm-hmm. times, but like. I didn't really know about Hungary until my agent was like, oh, they have a really good program here, blah, 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 you should come. I was like, okay. And it was kind of, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I was planning for a long time. I was like, okay, because I had plans to go to Germany mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things happened. I was like, okay, Hungary. Life happened. So I definitely didn't see it coming because you need this language to get a good job, to even do basic things. See, basically, mm-hmm. basically, you can come to Hungary to study, but I would advise you to think that, oh, you can settle down here to work. Except maybe you are in the business sector, finance sector, like where foreign companies are based in Hungary. If you're health science like me, <laughs> don't expect anything like work, except you're willing to learn the language. And even at yeah. that, I still wouldn't advise, advise you to learn German or something that had like Yeah, higher. that you would use more. Yeah, and like the pay is much better than here. The cost of living is high, but at least you get better paid and like, you can go somewhere, but uh, except you're working for a foreign company in business, health, uh, business, and other sectors, don't think of settling mm-hmm. down no, here. Bro, I don't even think Hungarians, Hungarians don't even like this country. So let's not even be nice. So <laughs> obviously, like, but you uh, know, <laughs> like, but there's also good things about Hungary. Like, one of my favorite things about Hungary is the safety. I didn't see that coming. Like, this place is so safe, everyone trusts everybody. Coming from a place like Nigeria, yeah. ah, that one shocked me. <laughs> it's actually really, really safe because, like, my like my experience working at night, let's say from a party or something, you you'd literally feel really safe. Like, there's no, you wouldn't feel like oh, someone's gonna attack you or something. Like, no one is going to rob you. No one's gonna say hey or. I Nothing swear, like calling you. Except maybe some of these gypsies, and they're still kind of nice and pretty, like respectful about it. Yes. On oh, no, to ride bicycle in your estates in Nigeria, my mom mm. would say, "Go with your brothers. Go with your brothers." <laughs> but in this place, that's definitely a culture shock for me. Like you can literally be alone at night by two a.m. Nobody's coming to drag you. Nobody's coming to rob you. Mm-mm. And do you know the thing with the dormitories, guys? That how they don't even lock their doors? Because yes. I'm like, they, they are like that's assurance that we are safe no one is stealing your things no one is coming with a lot oh my let's not disgrace nigeria too much like but it's really really safe here i can assure you that it's really really safe oh my god making it be nice low, low crime rates struggling. here yeah low crime rates here but bro i actually seen some scary stories on this hungarian news page i follow yes i do like something that happened in this country but it's not it's not it's, as common definitely not as common, common as in yeah, nigeria yeah yeah Definitely and I feel common. like in terms of racism, it's not as bad as other European countries here. Like, they are really, really diverse. Like, I think the most surprising thing for me getting here is how diverse this country is. Like, there are a lot more foreigners than you think. There are a lot more international students than you think. Exactly. Like, I definitely... From countries you don't coming. expect. Countries you've never been heard of. They are here. And it was really, really amazing meeting them, learning, like getting to know about their culture, their country, their food. It was really, really, it was really something. It was an experience, basically. I never expected that from Hungary, but it was really, really nice, actually. I think that's one of the good things about Peach is all these international nights mm-hmm. and international food. Yes, the parties, the, um, like, hearing Peach, we can have, like, this, like, this, this Thursday can be Egyptian night, the next can be Iranian night, and they serve right? food. 
they said Brazilian nights, Nigerian nights, this and that, Indian nights, like, all these shows, and those things are always like free, or even if they're not free, they're cheap. They're barely one euro for it. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I've never even been to anyone. Oh, I see me snaps. being a foodie, <laughs> I am a foodie, and now, what's I'm very you curious. Call you now? <laughs> Wine and food. Wine and food. Being a foodie, I have been to almost all country presentations but on the way you love wine but were you even like drinking it in nigeria or were you even because like i don't think we produce wine in nigeria do we no but you know for me i grew up in the south south shout out to the south south specifically <laughs> worry so uh, worry is the is everyone knows worry ah this 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 the town this bad people like it's known for like like mm. when it comes to slang speech and everyone knows about that but in worry it's not really as exposed as Abuja and Lagos where people can go for wine tasting like wine and paint you can go for wine tasting events at big oh, hotels true. and all that so I've always been really 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 curious and anytime I go to Lagos or Abuja I don't stay long enough in order for me to attend those functions so one of the reasons why I came to Hungary is because it's known for its wine production and when I got here when I got here I took full advantage of that like my first you know I said earlier that I arrived in November time barely Two weeks after arriving, I heard of a wine tasting tasting event happening in the same city I was. I didn't have to travel. And they were like, oh, you're going to, it's going to be over like, I think like 18 companies there, like different wines from dry to sweet to semi-sweet, like white wines, rosé, champagne, everything is going to be there. Trust me. I fished out money from nowhere. It was about, I think. 15, 20 euros for yeah, the event. Break the piggy bank for hmm. wine. Let's just say I drank so much, I couldn't see the road and I had to use a taxi back home. Even the taxi driver was like, are you okay? Is, any, is, is there something wrong? Do you actually know where you're going to? I was so drunk, but I actually enjoyed myself because it was the first, first wine tasting event I went to and I totally enjoyed it. But I always say this, you're the only one enjoying this page. <laughs> now you do enjoy for this city. <laughs> now you enjoy. But onto this whole study system, what do you expect from the study system in Hungary? Like, compared to the way it is in Nigeria? Mm, well, back in Nigeria, I was actually a medical student. I was a medical student i dropped out in my second year like let's not talk about that but seeing that like i've been through medical school and i was like okay it won't be that bad my first year was hell every week i had tests and that happened online because of the lockdown and everything but even like second semester which was last year like january times february time i still had tests almost every week it was hell i had to be studying someone like me who procrastinates and cramps last minute i had to study every week but i would actually say that's definitely a better way to like study and just know okay you're graduating a degree you have something in your head i'm not saying i'm not saying people who graduate in nigeria don't have that but like true but do you know how mentally challenging and taxing that is studying every week sometimes you can have like two or more tests in that week it was really something but i think it helped us actually it really helped well for me i just felt like the study system would be more convenient like you it, know it actually I mean, is convenient to be honest. like it's more hands-on and everything mm. i expected that but like here <laughs> at least my course it's it's something <laughs> essays upon essays every week mm-hmm. and like it's not even a way that okay i'll know okay i'm using my brain we really charge gpts <laughs> <laughs> don't expose yourself please just come on now <laughs> but no i didn't expect this but maybe it's because of the nature of this question but me being a health science um 
health science students, specifically physiotherapy. Um, I would say, like now in my second year, currently doing my clinical or we call it field practice, it's actually really, really nice getting to communicate mm-hmm. with the patient. There's a language barrier, but we have translators available. We also learn basic Hungarian. If you actually study, like there's some things that can remain in your head. And there's some patients who actually speak English. So you, there's more hands-on experience, like actually using your theory in practice, which is really, really nice. It's not as much practice as I would like, but it's something that's what I feel actually. I mean, it's very definitely very different. I think it's really cool seeing as you're just in second year and yeah. you already have that kind of experience. Like in Nigeria, is it that way for second Like, are you already practicing second year? Second year in medical school, I was like setting cadaver. For those who don't know what cadaver is, it's dead body. <laughs> Does it know? It's dead body. And it stinks, it smells. Wait, no, actual dry. dead bodies. Yes, or like dry like, dead body. Like human beings. Not yeah, animals. human beings. So, I don't know about the system here in Europe, but basically the bodies used in my school or most medical schools are like criminals. Mm. I hear about it. And people who they don't like identify. Yeah. The body I worked on then had a gunshot wound in his head. So it was basically shot dead because he was an amber bar. I mean, that's, I mean, not the Androby parts, but I mean, it's so cool. I mean, you're in second year and you already have that experience. Should I tell you a crazy story about medical school back That's home? what we're here for. So there's this girl, I, I didn't meet her, but it was a story, but it's true. This girl was in her second year, basically second year, open cadaver. When they brought out the cadaver, it was her missing father of over two years. The girl fainted and she dropped out of medical school. This is true story happened. Wait, in your university? Yes. So her father traveled and he didn't come back. He never returned the calls, nothing. Like people were like, oh, maybe he ran away or something. Lo and behold, oh, lo and behold, session started for cadaver. Everybody was excited. When they brought out the body was the girl's father. The girl fainted. She passed out. It happened. And she dropped out of medical school. Right, that means you didn't see this one coming. After how many years? After like two years, she met the father. And she was still able to identify him. Yes. Because it's preserved in, I forgot the name of the chemical, but it's preserved, but it's just very dry and it, like, it's, yeah. I don't know about how the cadavers are here in Europe, but yeah, that happened. Oh, don't want to cool. <laughs> Sorry to Asha. Honestly. Jeez. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> My God. That's deep. But I was like, oh, let's go to cultural shocks you experienced in this place. Let me even go first. Because <laughs> in this Europe, my eyes have seen. <laughs> I heard about it, read about it, but like... Experiencing it is something else. <laughs> when I was in Germany, I, just, I probably told you this before. When I was in Germany, you know, okay, like compared to Hungary, Shah, Germany, they're more expressive with this whole yes, LGBTQ yes, yes, community and everything. But that one is on a different level. <laughs> like during this Erasmus, we had one class. Uh-huh. And like this, I, I can't even say babe, because like, you know, they have all this gender. Maybe this person came in with like holes in, in their toe. <laughs> like they burst apart. Everything went out. Well, I had whiplash because like, you, you couldn't believe your eyes. If I went to shock you. <laughs> Well, I think it's good for them that they're like very expressive. But that was definitely very shocking. Like, imagine seeing that in Nigerian school. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. No, no, even reason graduation again. Yeah, because you're about graduation. 
I said my first day, I wore slippers. The man seized one of my sandals and was like, I should start wearing cover shoe. Or was it the fact that as a medical student from second year, you have to wear skirts? And I hate skirts. You don't know how uncomfortable I was. Like, you even, like, just the, if you make your head too long, you're in trouble. Because I went to a private school. I don't know about federal schools, but I went to a private university. But the t- federal university is the same thing. Like, mm. I see all these stories on Twitter. Um, Just imagine something like that happening in like, one of these Christian universities in Nigeria. Like, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. 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 Like, you can't even reach like, even before you go down your steps. Yeah, <laughs> in Bangkok, in Bangkok, they wrote a sign, no hugging allowed. No hugging allowed of the oppo- for, for, between opposite genders. Like, how, how, how mad is that? You want to talk of Almost. <laughs> <laughs> what what other cultural experience have um, shocks have you experienced? For me, I actually haven't seen or experienced any culture shock. Um, there was there's this festival that happens called Mohawk Festival. Mm-hmm. So the city is like an hour away from Page here, and I went for the festival. Like before going, I did my research on Mohawk's festival. But you know, in Nigeria, we have this um, what do you call it? Oh, like like. Or did you Calabar? Um, mm, all those, um, I understand. All those festivals. All those festivals, but you know, there are different rules. Oh, you're not allowed to see it. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. There's a lot of rules surrounding it. But these people, they actually celebrate it. Like, they're so friendly. They wear the animal. I was like, if my mom was here, my mom would be shouting, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. <laughs> like, you see the skull of the animal. You see the, 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 them wearing like the costume and everything. So basically, they do the festival because it's like a celebration of how they chased out, oh, I think Turkish evaders. I don't remember, but how they chased out evaders using the costume. That's basically what the festival so is about. Yeah, and, and yeah, they chased out the evaders. That's, that's what the festival is about. Mm-hmm. It was really, really fun. Like, really. The food, the, um, yeah, uh, the experience was everything. That's good. I actually didn't even see Hungarians in that, like doing those things. But because I've never been to any of these festivals, but that's definitely surprising that they celebrate things like yeah, that. Yeah, it was really, really surprising. Like it's good for them because here it's celebrated, but back home it's like witchcraft. Right? Like I don't think I would ever go. First of all, you come and start flogging me. Do you know oh. <laughs> I experienced one once in not my mom's village, but my but a town close to my mom's village. There, they don't flog you. They don't do anything. You say shits, gotta water, gotta shits. They will sp- splash it on your body. They will they will massage it into your skin and your car. If you don't wind up on time, you're, you'll be drenched in gotta water and shits in the most awful smelly thing you can ever think of. You'll be drenched in that. Wait, I don't understand. What kind of festival is that one? That's their festival. That's the one I experienced. What is the essence of the festival? If you ask me, now who I go ask? I know the only reason all these things. Come here, I have an Abuja babe. We don't even... Hmm. I don't think there are festivals. And even if there were, like, I barely went out to Nigeria and it's even in this page, but I didn't really see things like that. And thank God for that. It's Hungarian food. What do you expect from, from this country? What do you expect from their food? <sighs> I did not expect to see as much pork as I, that I saw. Like when I first came here, right? I actually believed they don't eat beef. <laughs> because it was just pork, pork, chicken, chicken. Then after like two months, I saw turkey and I was so happy. I don't know if you remember. I was so <laughs> excited. excited. I, I, was feel like, I really feel like finding turkey or something like shaki which is like um cow skin a big thing no, cow intestine uh, skin no it's called i think it's called shaki it's called yeah i've forgotten the name Shark cow intestine skin. yeah finding it here brings people joy because like the, the pop- excitement 
The pork. I literally gave someone that stuff as a gift once, Shaki, because I just knew that finding good, not good food, but like food that is familiar to home. That's familiar to home is really really hard. Like I didn't expect this whole Hungarian food thing. I definitely did not. I tried the goulash. Maybe the, it's the place I went to, but it wasn't as exciting as I asked. You know, trying to be nice. That's what everyone would say. I tried the goulash in this place. I've tried goulash in like five hundred different places. Mm-mm. You didn't give. Mm-mm. You didn't give what people think. The stuffed cabbage, the sauce of. I mean, I do like some Hungarian food. I like I the th- desserts. There's this poppy seed desserts they have. Yeah, really, I love everything I love they do one. with poppy seed. Yeah. Yesterday, I actually had poppy seed ice cream, but I didn't like it. But you know what do you like? <laughs> I like what they do with poppy seed. <laughs> like the, I like the dessert. That's one thing I'll give Hungarians for. But maybe I haven't tried the whole Hungarian scope of food. But my in my like I I'm, like I said I'm a foodie. I've tried a lot of food, and I won't put Hungarian food at top. There. Especially like it's not top. Boy, yeah. To be honest, Hungary is even full of like Turkish food, Indian food. I, I, I don't know about other people, but I rarely see Hungarian restaurants. Yes, and if you see them, they're overpriced and not giving what they're for supposed some to reason. Give. You're not giving. Yes, you see, they form with your price. Like, oh, no. <laughs> why, why? Just yeah. come on now. <laughs> Seriously, TikTok sounds like embedded into my head. Me and you, bro. Like, TikTok is the only thing keeping us. TikTok and Bob Risky. Ah! Oh, shave batters, mother of Legos. Come in your mother. No, Bob Risky. These are things that are getting one person. Who? James Brown. I don't see seeing content like that, Seth. Like, I barely see James Brown's videos anymore. Papaya, too. I don't even follow Papaya, but I know the only thing I even know about her is like her but Brisky's drama and everything. But Papaya, if I see you, I'll beat you. It's because of Papaya. It's because of Brisky. That's why I even knew Papaya and James Brown actually exist. But we're going, we're going out of context. Back yeah, but like, no. In, in fact, on that note, like, I don't see Bob Brisky's and okay, maybe because I, I went to a drag, drag show. Mm-hmm. Um, recently and yeah boy those people are not even as dramatic as ones we have in nigeria entertainment in this country is not just it well it depends i remember once i was coming back from work and this happened in budapest by the way like i've always been a fan of drag queens like i have seen the videos i've watched like i love them with how dramatic and how they act and everything rupaul's drag race i don't know if you watched that but i was just going back i was like really tired from work and i saw they were having a drag show but I could not attend because number one, I was broke. Sapa is real, guys. <laughs> Sapa is real. And I was really, really tired. But the fact that I met an actual drag queen in the streets, walking and strutting and showing off their stuff with the wig, with the exaggerated makeup and the clothes. And these guys were like, maybe they're like six feet tall without heels. And imagine them wearing like six inch heels. The makeup and the hair and everything. And the confidence, the image. I was like, wow. I was like, today's a blessed day. <laughs> but still, I really cannot even compare it to the ones in Nigeria because I, bro, those ones are more entertaining, more like. Are you sure they're more entertaining always because you can relate more to them because of their sense of humor? Think about yeah. that. Too. I mean, when I went for the show, yeah, like um, at the end, they all mm-hmm. came to like to us and they're just all really nice and the drama, the energy is not just there. Like <laughs> nobody's fighting anybody. And you know, that's the thing about the whole LGBT con- community in this room. They're so nice and friendly yeah. to each other. But like, and that's very good. But it's mm-hmm. not like it's, it's not newsworthy yeah. or like when we're, when we're, it's not entertaining mm. per se. Like it's good to love everyone. Please be nice. <laughs> be nice to everyone. Don't judge anyone, please. Bro, I love the energy we in Nigeria. 
like no, but Britney's videos keep me going. Oh, for sure, keep me going. So that's on entertainment in Hungary. And aside from that, if they really have shows in Hungary, like other European countries have, like let's say fight shows or just comedy shows, stand-up comedy, yes. concerts and everything. But in Hungary, they are going to for the basic concerts. Have you heard of any Nigerian celebrity coming to Hungary to perform? Bro, not even Nigerian, even the ones from the West and everything. They don't come to Hungary. You have to travel to Paris, to Portugal, to, to Germany, even Poland. You have to go to those places to meet them. Like, you guys should please come to Nigeria and um, Hungary. Oh. Please come to Budapest. We have we have a lot of people here who love I you. I think about it, even like comedy shows. But you know, they have some in page, like all these small ones. Maybe you see, like, when you. To be honest, I, ha- I can't even judge because I, I have been there I have actually gone to a stand-up comedy sh- comedy in Hungary here. How was it? In Page, actually. It, so, so what happened is that there was no Nigerian comedian, obviously, but it consisted of like I think two Indian comedians and like one guy from Kazakhstan. They were actually really funny and they actually did well because I could relate to like the brown, you know, the brown black culture. Like mm-hmm. everything is somewhat related, so you could relate to that. Then the last person to perform was a Hungarian lady. She actually tried. In the crowd, there were a lot of international students, including Hungarians themselves, but she tried. Maybe it was a mix-up in the translation or something, but her first jokes were not funny. And because it wasn't that funny, other people were like, the other comedians were like, ha, 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 like exaggerating it. But to, to give her one, the last joke was actually funny. I beg you. <laughs> but that, that was... It's just one experience in a small city. You. I don't know what it's going to be like in the. Someone should just organize one show like that way they'll just compile Bobriski's videos for us. Or actually, like funnier comedians, like mm. actual comedians, because Bobriski is not a comedian. Yeah. He, but she's quite. He's, she's. They are quite funny. Yeah, she's, she's a she. So she's, she's a, a she. She's yeah. a mommy of the <laughs> So she's quite funny. But then actual celeb- actual comedians, like celebrity comedians. Like when I was in Germany, mm-hmm. um Basket Mount King. Are you serious? Means- I didn't tell you about this. You, he- you told me about it, but you didn't tell me basketball was there. It was his show. He came with this guy um Obus from uh from my flatmates and mm-hmm. um, Samuel Buchi. Yeah, 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 and yeah. there was also this guy from Tanzania, like he's Germany based, mm-hmm. so he was taking them around and like two other comedians from the US. And it was really fun. But I don't know why I feel like I just expected more from the whole show. But it was it was fun, not gonna lie, like <laughs> but I just expected more. It wasn't even like that big a venue or mm-hmm, that large mm-hmm, a crowd. Mm-hmm. Like you'd expect for something like basket mounts, but yeah. it was still good. And I definitely appreciated the whole experience in Germany. Cause it was way more fun, way more entertainment, mm-hmm. everything, everything, everything. So, hungry, so basically, you're telling me that I need to welcome Sapa and travel more to different countries to experience. Definitely, I would even say move. Cause <laughs> see, like I ask my classmates every, not like every day, but like okay, so if there's any opportunities of finding a job related to our course, I was like, no, I'm not staying here. I'm moving, going back to my country, or mm-hmm. someone say I'm moving to like Canada or something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. To be honest, yeah, I genuinely like this place. I think that page is very peaceful, especially I if you're page. like, if you're like a medical student and you just know, okay, you want to focus on your school, but mm-hmm. like the city is still really beautiful. Then yeah, page is right atmosphere for that. For me, 
Anytime I say this, everyone looks at me with this bombastic side eye, criminal offensive side eye. But I actually prefer Paige to Budapest. The only reason why I go to Budapest is for me to work and make money. I love the peaceful nature of Paige. It's not fast paced. It's the air is fresh, like you can breathe in. Fresh air. But in Budapest. It's a beautiful city, don't get me wrong. But there's some places that look like Ajegole, just so you know. Just so you know, putting like out that right blah. out there. But like, <laughs> no, seriously though, for me, weighing everything, like pros and cons of page, pros and cons of that yes, place, I'd yeah. rather, like if I knew, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you see everyone from, from Deb, from page, they move to Budapest Budapest. eventually. Like, because you just know that there is, you can't more even get a job, you can't. Yeah. And about this whole peaceful um, aura, I definitely like, for sure, page has that vibe. But some places in Budapest to have that energy, mm. so that maybe it might be more expensive areas to live in. But are you sure it's still expensive because prices here in Page are rising? Right. <laughs> I don't think it's a difference anymore at this point. <laughs> still, the Budapest is kind of more expensive. But you know, I get where you're heading because you know it's mostly those renovated apartments and like brand new apartments that are doing those things. But I mean, you have the dormitory. You also have dormitories in Budapest. So. True. Yeah. But like dormitories though, they're like times two of the price. <sighs> you know the dormitories in Budapest are privately owned by different individuals. It's not like like, like the dormitory property. here is the university that owns it. In Budapest, it's not the university that owns it. It's like private mm-hmm. individuals who turn maybe an apartment complex or something into a dormitory. So That's you cannot true. compare. We, yeah. yeah. We move. We move. So overall, would you say you're disappointed? You're well, you know what they say: you can only be disappointed if you had high expectations. I never had high expectations for this oh. place. I never really had high expectations. The goal was just to move and complete a bachelor's degree, which I'm still hustling with. That degree with a chase for bachelor's, head. never masters. So bachelor's that was the goal. <laughs> you just not say you get a degree, and mm-hmm. like I think. The only um what I call it disappointment is I won't call it disappointment, I'll call it sapa. It's because I had this dream that okay, when I come here, I'm gonna travel to Paris one week, be in Sweden the next week, be in Portugal the next week. Accommodation price go who <laughs> Like it's really, really affordable. If you're thinking about the flight ticket or train or bus, whatever whatever you're thinking of, it's affordable. The problem is spending money in whatever city you land in, then doing the activities. Like I think I won't say it disappointed me, but it's just sapa. I know the Nigerian economy is never helping things. Then let's let's say okay, you hustle money during the summer for you to travel. My sister, if your parents are not send you money, you're gonna spend that money. <laughs> and that's just the truth. But overall, overall, Hungary is really, really nice place to study at. Don't think about living. But if you already have the bag. Yes. If you already have the bag. You know they say that you can only enjoy Nigeria or Lagos specifically if you have money. You have money. That's the same thing here. That's the same thing here, but no, 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 no. I can't even agree with that one because <laughs> even if you have all the money in the world, after paying bills and like, what else are you spending with on? Like, you can't visit tourist destinations in Hungary. That's yeah. oh, wait, seriously, what tourist um, what tourist attractions like in, in this place? The bridges, but sure, for people that are into all those natural stuff, yeah, for looking at those, and all that, yes, all those buildings that um, mm. those people were hitting out Nazis, yeah, were yeah, hiding. But other than that, but Hungary is actually not a bad place if you're introverted like me, because I'm more introverted than our host here. You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> 
like when i was in nigeria they was like okay Kansa is extroverted and everything but if you ask my classmates in this place they wouldn't even say i'm extroverted because like i'm literally just to myself in this city <laughs> back home i was always by myself but i still attended one or two parties let's go it was in a different city mm-hmm. all those videos you showed me don't even try to lie on this podcast let <laughs> me talk the true true facts i yeah. went to parties i enjoyed myself we really we call it maturity no it's just that i don't Really like vibe. you're just tired you're just not tired. tired i don't vibe with the like i attended a party last year like in page here the african afro party and stuff like that it was really fun but it still wasn't given what it had given in nigeria oh, i don't know how to explain you just have to experience a party in nigeria specifically lagos to understand what i'm saying for <laughs> me that i was like okay since i don't go out in this city let me actually try to meet people here yeah. i party i went for was it last week um oh. The Afrobeats. <laughs> 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 oh, my sleepers. I'm not going out again. This your sleepers. You're forgetting the most important thing. <laughs> Someone drank her drink. Like, the, uh, I don't know if you could do that. Oh, my God. Like, I knew it was Raz, but I didn't know it was the, that Raz. You know what? Because, you see, I just know if it was like a Hungarian thing. No one even tried that. But let's not just finish for the Africans here. Yeah. Let's not, let's not, that's I a different topic. There. If you want to know about the African community here, yeah, that's a whole different topic. But they're good people for sure. They're good they're people, good yeah, 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 yeah. Truly. Like, if you meet the nice ones, you meet the nice ones. If you meet the bad ones, or you're your case, yeah. It's just like the whole Hungarian thing. Yeah, so, uh, I feel like it's human, it's human nature to that's be good bad. That's what you do. <laughs> Finally, babe, what advice would you give to, let's say, a friend who wants to move to Hungary? Would you encourage them to move here or like another European country, like a UK where you've lived in as well? Ah. Uh, well, I'll ask them first of all, what's your budget? <laughs> because we <laughs> all know because you know all know that the exchange rate is not favorable to anyone. Like oh, if you wanna use bank rates, you're gonna get frustrated. I'm speaking from experience. I, like the way Nigerian bank frustrated me in order for me to pay my second year fees, like I was running mad. I was actually running mad. Then before the school received it, I had to ask for an extension. Let's never get into that. Like you actually run mad. Then if you want to use black market rates, the school fees where you go pay one year, you pay only one semester. So Just so you know, you guys consider your budget. Like your budget. If you can, like if you can maintain that in terms of like pay if it's actually one mm-hmm. thing, then your monthly bills, your rent, your groceries, cost of living, like, I will actually ask you questions in depth in, t- in terms of finances. If you can afford it, I would advise you go to a Western world. Like, go to UK, America, Canada, Australia, like, go to those places. No, but you, you, you know, the thing with um, Hungary specifically is that it's difficult to get a job. But if you live in somewhere like Germany, and you can easily find, I don't know how it is in the UK, but if you live in somewhere like Germany, where you can easily get a job that is that pays you well enough to be able yeah. to pay for your rent and that things also be good but, but you know it depends if you are it depends on what you're studying also too even regardless of where, wherever you are it depends on what you're studying if you're like time. in the time you have the time to work as much as you want to work without one thing suffering either your study suffers or your it's all about balance to be honest but if you're working with like on a tight budget i really really want to come to europe i'll tell you okay come to hungary but I'll tell you not to come to Page. I'll tell you stay in Budapest. That way you can have like a work-study balance. It depends on budget. I'll tell you everything depends on budget, to be honest. But I'll advise you, okay, if you want to study health science courses, I'll tell you, okay, you can come here. You can study. You get the knowledge. You get the experience. 
but don't expect to work here unless you're willing to learn the language and instead of you to learn this language i'll tell you to learn german instead exactly that's what i'm saying move to somewhere like germany where mm. you know that the opportunities are there the jobs are there, there the language is very beneficial mm. like people learn the hungarian language here for so long yeah. and literally can't speak it you're in germany you learn for like a whole year and you're good like mm, mm. but if you're studying if you want to study like business related courses international relations and all that if if you can get a company to sponsor you not a hungarian company but an international company that has a base here to sponsor you i'll tell you okay you can actually get that here in budapest a very popular person um what's her name what's the girl's name it's very popular on instagram she has a youtube page what does she do benson Lucy Benson. Yes, she actually. Oh yeah, that she has a an, job here. Yeah, she, she works for an international company actually. So in some, what sector, like finance or? What? I think finance or business, something like that. Oh so yeah, it's possible. It's actually possible. And she's living the life, so ah. but she has she has like a side hustle. She's an influencer Sa- kind of. Yeah, kind of. But she, yeah, but it's it's more mm, as easier more opportunities in that kind of sector. But health science doctor. Eh. No, I'm truly, truly, truly. Oh. Well, you've heard it all from Auntie Stephanie. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for listening to my podcast. I hope you had fun and learned a thing or two. You can listen to more episodes of the Transatlantic Dream on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. In fact, everywhere you can find podcasts. I also want to hear from you. So send your transatlantic stories to the email links in the description and make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend to listen to the Transatlantic Dream podcast. Until next time, keep living the transatlantic dream. Thank Bye. you, babe, for being here. Thank you. Bye. I enjoyed myself. Bye.